On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about the newly released PlayStation Plus title, Oddworld Soulstorm. Find out what we think of this newest title from the Oddworld series. We get more info on MLB's influence of the show coming to Xbox. And Sony is reportedly working on remakes of The Last of Us and focusing more on AAA titles. How will this affect Sony in the future? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Esparza and Joe Ramirez. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast, the podcast you come to to find out about all the video game news, events, topics, everything that's going on in the video game world, what's important to us in the video game world. And we got some stuff to talk about today. But before we start this episode, I don't know how you guys feel. I don't know how the audience feels about this particular person. But today we found out that DMX has passed away. At the age of 50, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was the cause again? Drug overdose that got him in, uh, gave him a heart attack, and he was in a coma or something like that? I don't know. Uh, it, it took like 30 minutes to revive him. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. So I don't know how you guys feel about DMX. I don't know if you guys got any stories, but it made me think of a story that happened to me around the time he was new to the rap game. Uh, but I don't know. Were you guys huge fans? Were you guys big fans? I liked them. I wasn't. I think. I think you know more DMX songs than I do because I did. I didn't get it. I never bought any of his, of his albums. I just know like his, uh, his um, like singles and stuff. Joe, um, I, I definitely listened to him. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I especially his early stuff, and I liked him. I, I was. I was always. I was a fan because i think the best way to put it is like you know you have certain rappers that when they they you know they're rapping it feels real mm-hmm. like some dudes rap and you're just like yeah it's just words he's just making up something and sometimes you had a guy that would do certain songs like songs and you would be like fuck that you know i feel that and i always felt like it was he always felt very like genuine about yeah his you know and i mean he had obviously he had songs that were you know, you could tell, I was like, ah, oh, this is just for the, the radio. This is for, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this or that. But I mean, he always had some stuff that I didn't, you know, and all in all, man, I mean, I mean, I don't know much about him, but I was always a dude I liked. Yeah. Even as crazy, even and he got older and you heard all the crazy stories and then him like, you know, just fucking drugs and everything. It was always like, ah, oh, come on, man. You know, just yeah. pull that shit together. But, uh, he had a rough life, but yeah. you know, I, I knew that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, Gave us a lot of great videos. Yeah, I on YouTube. There's some fantastic YouTube videos of him. Oh yeah, like the him on the ride with that guy. Have you seen that? They 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 do one of those slingshot rides. Like it's like in Vegas, you know the one that just throws you up. In oh the yeah, air, yeah. And it's him with that guy. And then like the whole time I'm like, man, him and his friend. And then you come to find out that that's not even his friend. He doesn't even know the guy. He just, <laughs> he just met him on oh, the shit. ride. And they both I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Um, or that Christmas song he sang. What? 
Remember what? that? He was like on a radio. He did like a Christmas song. He did a did Rudolph he really? the Red <laughs> Yeah, he did. Oh, shit. Um, for me, it was just like, I remember his first album, I was really big on it when he first came out. I remember the first song I heard of his was that, that like, hip-hop love song, or I forget the title of the song, it was like, it's on when it's on, it has got to mm-hmm. go now, get in with me, your boy, trying to give me, whatever, I don't know how it goes. Anyway, I have a story on that. Type, types of games being played, how's it going down? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I forget the title of that, but I remember that song, and that song sticks with me, because that was the first time I heard of him, but... There's a reason this song sticks to me, and that's the story I wanted to bring up. Not the greatest story, but it was a, it was a story that reminded me after hearing that he was in the hospital. It reminded me. Um, it was uh, a girlfriend I had at the time, and at the time, I made a mix CD of songs, right? Um, back in the day, you used to make mix CDs. Now you can just make playlists and digitally send it to whoever you like. But uh, I remember having like old school songs on there. like You had some Al Green, some Marvin Gaye, just like... Girl, like you kind of songs and shit like that. And I like that DMX song and I put it in there. But at the time, that song starts off differently if you have a, if you have the CD for it, right? Oh and that song starts off with like someone calling and then this girl picks up the phone. She's like, Oh, dick, you suck it. Right? So mm-hmm. I remember putting that song on the CD, but telling the girl, Hey, I got some songs. I made this mix CD for you. The girl I was seeing at the time. But there's a DMX song in there. I don't know how to take you can't at the moment. Like I don't know how to take that intro out. But I'm not trying to say anything with that part. Just just know that, right? <laughs> so she's like, okay. Come to find out, she calls me probably weeks later and goes, My dad's fucking pissed off at you. And I'm like, why? My sister took the CD you made me in the <laughs> car, in his car, popped the CD in there, and he was digging it because it had Al Green, Marvin Gaye, all these old school like Zappin' Roger was on there, all that shit, right? But then that song comes on, and it's like, who dig you second? He got so pissed off that I put that on there that he talked to me about it, and I was like, yo, I wasn't even like trying to say anything with that. That's just how that song starts off. So that's what I remember. I remember getting in trouble for having that song because it's like, who dig you second? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the, I think she says this, this is the first time I ever heard a girl say, suck my dick. <laughs> right? They suck. suck my fucking dick, you bitch-ass nigga. No. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Because yeah. I listened to it again after everything was going on. I was like, let me check out that song. I haven't heard it in years. <laughs> but I remember really liking that first album and then buying the second album when that came out, the Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, mm-hmm. and just not being that big into it. And then that's when I dropped off. I, I like think that around that time... Too. What's up? I like that one, actually. The I album? Like both. I like both the first two. Yeah, I like the first two. Maybe if I listen back to it now, I'll find stuff. But at the time, I think at the time I was kind of falling off a of rap and getting more into it, like... It's, re- uh, the, song, what? the song you're talking about is called How's It Going Down. How's It Going Down? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. How's It Going there Down? There was that one. That one had that one, the Rough Riders anthem, and then Stop Being Greedy. Stop Being Greedy, I like. That was a, that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, it's Dark and... Ha- uh, what's the other one? The flesh on my flesh, blah, blah, blah. There's a couple of really fun songs. I'll always remember a couple of songs off of that album too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then and then it kind of like after that for me it was he was never the guy to me was never the guy that was gonna give you like a like an album like a classic like an entire album of you just it's different stuff. But I always like I said I always felt like it was it was real. And then like mm-hmm. um, this day, what do you call it? Like. X X gonna give it to you is still one of his yeah. best ones. Like every time I hear that song, or you hear that beginning, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that, like first time I heard, it, I was like, "That's a fucking bad song." Yeah. yeah. 
in the I put office. in work. I put in work, and it's all for the kids. But these <laughs> cats done forgot what work is. They don't know who we be. So that's all. Well, let's get to it, fellas. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. I started playing um because it was free on the PlayStation Network. The Odd World Soul what is it called? Soulstorm. Soulstorm. I started playing that and it's I like it a lot actually. It's been it's been fun so far. Um I've never played an Odd World game. Mm-hmm. But this one it's like it's pretty it's pretty dark. Like some of the shit like like they're fucking killing like all of his pretty much his uh his race. They're fucking like I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but like they're killing them because they're. I don't know if they're like trying to, trying to get some sort of item from them or something. I don't know, but it's like it's really dark in uh, in tone. But so far, what I've played of it, it's it's been fun. But there's some things on it that I that I really. It's it's I've encountered a couple of bugs where like I just fall straight down the the map like all the way down and it just. Because what I did was I jumped off of a platform mm-hmm. onto another, and at the same time I hit the roll button so he could roll, and he just fell. He just kept falling, falling, and falling <laughs> like until eternity. Because he like I had to, I had to restart from the last checkpoint just so I can, just so I can start playing. Like he he never died because you know like you fall and you die. Yeah. Like kept falling and falling. I was like oh shit that's weird. And there's a couple of things like um, like some of the enemies will they'll get stuck like in in, in a wall mm-hmm. that happens here and there it's kind of it's kind of annoying and uh like there's like a items that you could throw like to turn off fires because there's fires and you got to throw water bottles at it and then they explode and then extinguish the fires sometimes they don't they don't ex- extinguish the fires like at all like you'll throw it right at the fire and nothing happens so you gotta find like you gotta find like a little spot for like a specific spot in the fire so you could actually extinguish the fire. It's kind of weird. You, you use the right stick to aim it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Because I so didn't know about the right stick, and then I yeah. was like, then I was like, oh, okay, I can. But still, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, so far it's been it's been fun. Just uh, trying to figure out how how to defeat some of the enemies in there. But I like the uh, the art style of it, like the backgrounds and like they're really. The backgrounds are really alive in this game. Like, like as you're going through the map, you see stuff happening in the background. Like some of your, like your the people in, that are part of your race, they're like, uh, they're just running around in the background. But you could also see like ships like flying around on the bad guys. Like they're shooting at you. It's really, it's really uh, it's neat. Just going through the map and just seeing everything going on in the background. Oh yeah, I played about three hours into. I'm, I'm about like three hours into it. And it's been, it's been fun so far. But yeah, I just uh, played that a couple hours of it. But um, if it, I mean, it's it's interested me. So I'm hopeful. Hopefully, it keeps my interest so I can finish it because I'm I'm actually enjoying it so far. And I've like I've never, I've never played any of the Odyssey games. Mm-hmm. Have you guys played any of them? I I played a bit back in the day. Uh, I remember my cousin Janice was like liked it a lot, and I think it was because you can make Abe fart in it. 
part, yeah. Yeah, and I remember my cousin Thudy too. Um, so the story on that, if I remember correctly, was Abe, the, his race worked for that factory that those guys owned. Okay. And they would make that liquid drink that they were drinking. And yeah. then one day Abe stumbles across a plan that, like, oh, they're going to kill their race to make food products. He finds mm. that out, so he escapes. He he uh, saves everyone who works in the factory that, that's his race and then he becomes like a legend like oh it's Abe that's why everyone's like Abe Abe this Abe that you know like, oh okay and, yeah exactly yeah. I saw one because it kind of it, it recaps you like really quick like that that he is the hero of, of that of their world so it's, it's you don't it, it doesn't go in depth about what happened it just established that he's he's pretty much like the person that saved a lot of them from mm-hmm. ancient but yeah, so far it's been it's been a cool game, and I'm just gonna hopefully try to finish. It doesn't seem like it's that long of a game, so. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that are like it's kind of hard to get to just because the, the controls of it aren't, aren't perfect. But I mean, if if I can get past that, hopefully I can finish it. But I also started or continued playing uh, Yakuza Five, and I started to get pretty fucking bored from it. Like I. I there's a chapter that I, I played it and it's part of it is because the character is kind of he's very I don't know I guess he's not he's kind of boring because of how serious this, this kind of a character he is but I was just like fuck it I just pushed myself and I start playing through it and I went to the next chapter I'm like alright this is like I'm fucking way in on this now because it's just completely different than than I, I don't want to give anything away just, I just want to say that it's different from any of the other stuff that you've played. And I was like, shit, this is fucking cool. Like, I, I'm enjoying this. I'm, so I'm like, I'm hoping there is a... These chapters are pretty long because I feel like I'm going to enjoy these parts uh, of the game. So, but because I know like what Janice is playing it, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Like I, if you get pass through, past that one chapter that I'm pretty sure if, any, if anybody's going to play it, it's pretty boring, but if you get past that, it, the, it, the chapter after that has been a lot of fun. In, in the Yakuza series, like, 4 and 5 are, are probably the ones that are the... I don't know if it's the longest, but there are moments where where story and, and, and character stuff is, like, so elongated uh, that I, I know what you're talking about when you're just yeah. like, shit, dude, but... What's cool about it, without giving anything away, that stuff does pop up where you're just like, oh, and then it becomes like yeah, yeah. really engaging, you know? Yeah, um, because that, that that previous chapter was like, fuck, man, this is taking. It's not long, but it felt like it was taking long, and I, like I've been rushing through it too because I want to I want to get past it and play like Yakuza Zero and eventually get to seven. But playing this, I was like, fuck, man, this is kind of grueling. Just getting trying to get through it. Mm-hmm. But once I passed that and started the next chapter, I was like, okay, cool, I'm back in this. It's, it's been it's been it's been a long it's been fun so far I'm hoping I can finish it soon just so I can keep playing the series um and then I played my game against Joe in Madden Madden and, uh he's probably gonna come up with some excuse but I beat the fucking shit out of him whoa <laughs> I, I beat him 41 to 7 yeah I think it was 41 to 7 41 to 7 I had I had my way with him, but well, why why did you lose so bad, Joe? Uh, Wi-Fi was down, controller was broken, uh, missing my contacts. I mean, oh. I could go on, Beto. I really could. The list could go on and on. 
Chloe was coughing. He was. I will concerned. say this. I was no, no, no. Like uh, offensively, I noticed right off the bat that I, I fucking had a really hard time stopping him. Uh, that the uh, offense. So defense-wise, I was like, oh fuck, this is gonna be. This wasn't gonna be easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, defensively, he was. Yeah, he was. He was actually in the beginning just fucking having his way with. Uh, but that it's a weird thing because that just happens from time to time. It's so yeah. fucking weird. Like when I played Dave. One season I played Dave, and he just fucking, like, ch- his running game just killed me. Yeah. And then the next game, it, it's like, you just and, and honestly, I was like, he was like, good game plan. And I was like, thanks. But I was like, a lot of it was like, I just played my game. I didn't really change anything. So yeah. it's just weird sometimes. Um, I, I, I've had the same way, too. Like, like one day you'll stop somebody's, like, like Dustin, the Ravens player. He's run heavy. Sometimes I'll stop his run fucking, like, nothing. And the other day, it's like, he's running all over me. It's, it's fucking weird. Yeah. So it was like there was a combination of that, and then like I fucking for whatever reason just overconfidently was like, let me just try this new playbook out, and that was a bad decision. Yeah, it's actually a good playbook. It yeah. just wasn't good for what I do. Which one was it? Chargers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I used that one. It was good. Yeah, it just wasn't very effective. Like when I was trying to do, actually, because at this point I have a few playbooks that I can go to. Like I can go to the Lions playbook. I can go. Starting to use the Tennessee Titans playbook, it's pretty oh, good, yeah. and um, obviously the New England playbook. And then uh, I, I want to have, like, I want to have a fourth, uh, but I just fucking, I, I've been like, so like, actually, like, even I just been doing it lately. Like, I played Rick, I think a couple weeks ago, and I almost lost. It was like I, I beat him seventeen ten, and I went with a different defensive playbook, and oh. it was like like halfway through the game, I'm like, yeah, this sucks. I don't want to. <laughs> I was like, this is not a good playbook for me. Yeah. Um, or in this this form, so yeah, it's 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 part of the game, man. Shit happens. Yeah, I mean, no, that's I mean, like when I when I played uh Brandon, he beat the shit on me. I was using a different playbook. I was like, I, I should. Yeah, it's weird, huh? You're just like fuck. Yeah, you go in there confident. You're like, oh, I can, I feel I feel comfortable, like whatever, running, passing, and then you change the playbook, and it's like you fucking. I felt lost. It's like it's weird just how that happens. But yeah, like uh, playing that game, like before that, I'd, I had been passing a lot like trying to get comfortable like being more patient in the pocket uh-huh. and uh, it, it even though I, I went 10 for 10 against against you Joe mm-hmm. uh, passing uh, three of those were touchdowns which is like it's, it's still pretty good like I even though it, it was only 10 passes it's still I, I, I felt so like really comfortable passing mm-hmm. in that in that game and before I was just like I felt like too rushed and I'd throw some like really bad passes and uh yeah, it's just been improving on my on my pass game. It's it's I feel like it's it's paying off so far. Just from the other league, the other league I played in, I felt really good. Passing See, off. what's happening for me is it's now starting to become. I mean, this isn't an excuse, but it's just the truth. The no, I mean it is. It's like <laughs> the 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 next gen is my my base. Next gen has become my, basically my base fucking my game. So uh, is, I, I oh sorry. No, no, I'm just. So like that's basically now like I'm I play heavily the next gen now. I'm not saying I don't play the the old gen. I still have two of these in the old gen. So I mean I still fucking play it. Yeah. I just happen to just you know and it's a, it, it is a difference when you go into one and you go back in the other. It's it sucks in a mm. way, flipping back and forth between them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had to like for me I I had to like I just made the, the decision like okay I'm gonna focus on next gen because it was we're already like you know we're already like four five five months away from the next release which is going to be basically next gen i don't doubt that they'll probably release an old gen version oh yeah they will 
but it's going to be next gen and all the leagues are going to be next gen so it's like i just wanted to make the move now i'm like fuck it i i want to start playing it all the time and i've gotten way more comfortable in that one but i know that my fucking my my gameplay in the old gen is slipping i know it is mm-hmm. like i can already tell even when i even when i play like the computer this season or i've played some of my other my games against people i've been like yeah i'm fucking slipping i can tell yeah. it happens you know so basically <laughs> next next when the next game comes out it's just next gen you guys aren't even going to bother with last gen I I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be next gen. I feel like they're, they're, they need to fucking work a lot. They they need to improve a lot in this game before if they actually transition from from how it is now to next gen because there's so much shit wrong with it still. So if if they don't, if the next Madden they're not gonna have like, hey, if you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version for free. If they don't do that anymore, are you going to buy a PS4 and a and a PS5 version of Madden? Probably not. Probably whatever. I'll probably buy whatever everybody else buys, just so I can play with them. Gotcha. I want to say we have like half the league already that has, at least half the league that already has PS5s too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really hope that they do the, the combo. There's no reason why they wouldn't do the combo. I'm not saying I they're mean, not going to. Just you know, I wonder how long so. they'll last doing it. You know, like, what, I, they, what the companies think... will find beneficial or not. I, I don't think they'll do the like oh if you buy the old gen you'll get the next gen upgrade free I think what they'll do this time is the opposite is like if you get the next gen you get both of them if you get the you know like the digital you get, you get the blue basically call it yeah DVD. exactly that's what Call of Duty does now they basically just do the you get both if you get the if you get the um the next gen yeah so that's what I figured that they'll do but I mean I wonder for how no, long though because I remember they I did know. they did that. They did it with PS4. Wasn't Ghost on both? Ghost, and I want to say the first two, whatever was after Ghost did that too, and then that was it. So I think like the first two years or something. That's if they do it. We don't even know. But I mean, you know, but like, um, yeah. I hope hope not. I hope, I hope uh, they say nah. And actually act greedy and be like, one plays well and one doesn't. Find out which one. Uh, Yeah, other than that, that's that's all all I've been playing. Why you Joe? What's up, Um, nothing much game wise for me outside of what we pretty much talked about and just like what's going on there. Um, but I did catch. Uh, I did watch. I watched. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to watch. I watched Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, yeah we talked about it last week. What'd you think? I liked it. It was fun. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it made pretty much what you would have wanted out of that. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't disappointed at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like just saying, now we're talking after the after the. Uh, the, we recorded and we were just talking about how like whoever choreographed those fucking fight scenes like they did a really good job because mm-hmm. those were a lot of fun yeah they were mm-hmm. but one complaint I saw people make like on other reviews was like well there was a character development but I was like who, who fucking cares the, yeah. the whole I, fucking idea of this movie is Kong and Godzilla actually yeah. I would disagree with that I would say all the human stuff was lame the only character development was Kong and that little girl. Little girl. And Godzilla. That was, and I Godzilla. like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying they were better actors than every other cast member. In that. Like, it was just, they were there just to, like, <laughs> exposition dump and do all that other stuff. Like, but again, like, I didn't hate it. I was just like, oh, I, I know what I'm here for. Yeah. And I was telling Beto, too. It's like, look, this is how I look at it. Um, You know, you know what you're getting. And I'm there to watch fucking Godzilla and Kong fight. But also, can they make a good movie? Like, with a good story? Yes. Does Hollywood care? 
fuck no. They don't care. It was blatant to me watching that movie with all the human stuff that they added, all the story. I was like, oh, they don't care. They're just making something to give to the audience to tell you this is how they get from point A to point B. This is what's going on. Here you go. Some character development with the humans that were... There's good actors in there, but I look at it as they can make a good movie. They don't give shit about making a good movie because you know what? Congress' Godzilla still did very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they always could make a good movie. One thing I just like, it doesn't seem like too much of a few, like a futuristic movie, but like all the spaceships that they had in there, like that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a little too much. Um, Was it Rocco for Mega 64? Was like... How the hell, like, because you, you, I know, Beto, you watch Godzilla, Godzilla, War of the Monsters, Kong yes. Skull Island. He was like, how the hell did these people have Halo ships and Halo guns, like, right, right after that? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it, it, that world just, like, it doesn't, you know, they just automatically got all that stuff. Uh, yeah. That, so, but again, that's where I, that's where, how I looked at it, like, oh, they don't care. It's just to tell a story. That's it. Yeah. Not tell Go- a story, but to tell, you know, that. Did you know, did you know that the little girl's going to be able to communicate with Kong like the only one did, wait did I know yeah or basically teach him sign language so was she in uh, was she in Skull Island no no okay she but she is I mean, that, that's her people though, though. okay that was her no I oh, didn't really yeah. know I mean it wasn't surprising and then like they went with that I'm like oh okay whatever but I mean I didn't know that they were gonna like fucking like that that, that was gonna be a thing it yeah. just been, the whole movie should have just been Kong versus uh, Kong versus Godzilla and that little girl, and that's it. That would have been dope. Like she controlled. Like it wasn't. It really wasn't a fucking. This the, the movie wasn't wasn't rocket science. It was pretty easy to do, but yeah. so many. But that's the thing. Like so many fucking companies have had movies like that, and they totally shit the bed with it. Mm-hmm. Like they think. And I feel like the first Godzilla, even though I, I liked it in the end, was an example of that because they waited like fucking 50 minutes to introduce Godzilla. And you're like, dude, this is a fucking Godzilla movie. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? The one and with... I felt like the, the first reboot, not not King of the Monsters, but the Godzilla. I never saw that one. They, they waited so long to fucking really, really introduce. Yeah, they did. And and like, uh, and uh, like they fixed it in, in, in the movies afterwards. Like, but still, like with this one, it was like, boom. Like not very long in the fucking movie. You've got Godzilla. They, they're, they're fighting, and like they're fucking literally fighting throughout this whole thing. And it's like, yeah, it's really that's what you want, you know? Yeah. I thought I did think. I kind of thought Mechagodzilla would look cooler. Yeah. I don't know why. He was all right, but yeah, I agree with you. Little, yeah, I kind of was just like, huh. I don't disagree. I agree. Yeah. Like the, I literally was like the old design of Mechagodzilla was so much fucking cooler. It just was so cool that I was like, <laughs> this new one was just like, oh, I guess it's like. If they'd have just thrown the old design of Mecha Godzilla uh, in this movie, I would have been like, "Yeah, it's yeah. fucking a good, it's a good one. It was fine." Yeah. But yeah, they had to do it. I mean, you know, they, had to, they made that little change. But yeah, it'd be the change. It'd be change. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, that's that's pretty much it. Like I didn't really play anything or do anything else. So mm-hmm. just what the, you. Like, Wait, what's up? like the Godzilla movie, um, the King of the Monsters. I watched that, and I feel like. Like I get, I get that Godzilla like fucking destroys shit, but like I feel like they destroyed like a little too much shit. Like it was like end of the world type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it was. It really was. Like they made it so like you're like yeah, this this isn't good. <laughs> like yeah. no, what's happening for the people? Like so many people are gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah, like I, I I don't know I, that that kind of threw me off. I was like I didn't really care for that. I love the uh, the 
the neon like where they the, the last battle that oh, yeah. Godzilla had, I was like, fuck, oh, that looked really really cool. That looked yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and again, that does nothing but strengthen the, uh, you know, like I don't know, like I've already heard like it's like HBO Max is going to be doing these theater movies, first one, one of our movies at least through this year. Mm-hmm. I've already heard things about some of those movies are are not going to be doing that next year, but like, you know, for the year, like yeah, man. A movie like that is great to have. You, you know, you can yeah. watch that. It's fucking shit like this really, really cool. One, hey. one last thing uh-huh. that I'm actually, uh, I've, I've, we know we talked about it, but I'm really excited about this because uh, I'm gonna fucking play it. Is the show? We're about six the days show. Away oh from, yeah, you're really. Yeah, we're about six days away, and I'm fucking downloading that shit on day one, and I'm going to play, and I'm probably gonna like delete it on day two when I realize how fucking hard it is. But I'm gonna at least <laughs> give it a try. I will Did- at least try it. I, I guarantee you, you're not gonna be able to get a hit for the first couple of like bad. That's what hard. like Dave, Dave was telling me the same thing. He's like, yeah, hitting's the fucking hardest thing in that game. Yeah. So yeah, you'll get. I, I want to try. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get, you'll get fooled off of like uh, like the off off speed stuff, like a, like a change up or a, a curveball that she just drops and just like you'll 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 swing like way too early or completely whiff the ball. Fuck. But just trying to like I don't know, just trying to move the cursor to the ball that's really hard to next like make a solid contact with it Jesse what's up I also played uh, Oddworld uh, Soulstorm and I agree with everything Beto says I think it looks really nice uh, plays really good I didn't encounter any bugs but Beto has played way more than me um, but there was something that stood out for me that I kind of have complaints in any other type of game that does this I hate how it teaches you how to play the game where it pauses it and you have to read the the information of like yeah. This is how you throw the wa- the jug of water to burn the the flames. Like, I don't know. To me, it just seemed like it paused it so much that like my attention in the beginning was like kind of dropping. Like, yeah. I just don't like that. I, again, I don't know how they could have done it any better, but like my my attention would kind of go away. Like, I hate I hate that type of tutorials in games. Sometimes yeah. I feel like they should just set it up to where you figure it out on your own. But like place obstacles to so you you go like oh okay like oh this button does that that's how i leap over this or this is how i do that yeah. i get it maybe maybe there's no other way to do it but i that that made me think about a lot of games where how that slows down a game and especially when you're starting any type of game and it feel if it feels very slow in the beginning sometimes i could lose attention to yeah it. just like i just want to play this already yeah i just want to play like i don't need to fucking learn every little thing uh but no i, I liked it i thought it was really cool i didn't get that far i just got past the part where you exit a cave yeah uh, but i really like the story i liked how you told it and yeah you're right but those like it's pretty freaking dark yeah i don't remember any of the the abe's games uh odd world games being that dark but liking it kind of want to play some more yeah i uh, finished police knots on my stream really fun uh if anyone's interested in playing police knots i highly recommend the sega saturn version if you have a way to play that version the patched English translation. They added so much stuff to it and improved some stuff that uh, it's pretty much the whole package. So I've, I've always heard that, like I talked about last week about it being a, a bigger package of like more content. And yeah, even even like there's even videos of like behind the scenes stuff and artwork. And then you can watch videos of one of the voice actors talking about like just a Q&A. And I'm like, holy shit, they were, like Kojima was doing this even back in like, I want to say that came out in 90, either 95 or 97. But um, no, had a lot of fun. It was hard to stream though, because I had to do all the voice acting for everything. So, toward the end, it got confusing. 
and I started fucking up. And I couldn't read a lot of uh, um, the high the high tech, uh, not high tech, but kind of medical phrasings of things. Yeah. Even like my cousin, she's she's in the, in the medical field. I was like, fuck, I'm fucking up. She's like, no, you're you're pronouncing it right. And I'm like, I feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong. Uh, but a lot of it was cool. It was it was fun. That one I really liked. Um, me and Bethel finished. It takes two for the PlayStation Five, and you know what? We liked it so much. We're gonna do a solo episode on it in a future episode. So look out for that. But to give you a little taste, I mean, I think we talked about it. I think it's easy to say we liked it a lot. We had a lot of fun. What did you think of it, Beto? I know you liked it. Yeah, I, I loved it, man. This is one of the better games that I mean, like, probably the game, the best game I've played so far this year. It's been it was a great game. I, I loved it. I like it. every minute, every every minute of it. Like there was no real dull moments, even at the end, like where. It did feel a little longer. It still didn't. It didn't uh, overstay its welcome. Yeah, eleven hours. It's an eleven-hour game, co-op game only. You can either play it online or couch co-op, and it's forty bucks. Highly worth it. Highly recommend it. A lot of cool shit. I say check that out. It's a. Uh, I give it a thumbs up. Bethel gives it a thumbs up too. So say check that out. But uh, that's pretty much it. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Major League Baseball, otherwise known as MLB, is behind the decision to bring Sony San Diego's MLB The Show 21 to Xbox, according to PlayStation. This news comes way of Inverse, who spoke at PlayStation about discussing to bring the MLB The Show 21. The upcoming installment in the franchise is coming to Xbox for the first time ever after being exclusive to the PlayStation since 2006. Not only is the show coming to Xbox when it is released on April 20th, but it's also launching day and date on Xbox Game Pass, which has audiences of at least 18 million subscribers. As part of the goal for this year's game, MLB decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans. A PlayStation representative told Inverse, this decision provides a unique opportunity to further establish MLB The Show as the premier brand for baseball video games. Microsoft confirmed last week that MLB The Show 21 will launch on Xbox on April 20th as both a traditional purchase and as part of the Game Pass library, which is the same day the game launches on PlayStation consoles. Those with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will be able to play the game on Android phones and tablets via beta version of Xbox Cloud Gaming 2. MLB The Show 21 features crossplay, which means Xbox players and PlayStation players will be able to play with each other. And thanks to crossplay progress, players can play and take progress data to any platform. MLB The Show 21 will launch on April 20th on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. What do you guys think of that Must news? And a weed 420. 420. Um, I 
like I said before, I'm really excited for uh, MLB The Show, and I've never been excited for a fucking MLB The Show game ever. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to try and play this. But are there online seasons on it or not really? There are, actually. I, oh. I found that out a couple of weeks ago. Like, cause so you I'll... can go ahead and we should start when then you can just go ahead and pencil me in for last place. But hey, we'll have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's already set up his excuse for that one now. <laughs> yeah, this... It's... That I've never played it before. Yes, Jesse. It's so a this valid confirms, excuse. This confirms what Joe was saying, that thinking that the MLB the, was the one that made the decision to have it on Xbox 2. Because others uh, were talking about we weren't Joe sure. Right. No, this is all I'm saying. I don't take this 100%. The only reason oh why... Oh, my God. No, no, no. I'm pulling a Joe here, okay? I don't take <sighs> this 100% because it comes from PlayStation. If it was from the San Diego team... How I look at this is I'm not saying that the MLB doesn't think it's a good idea. I do, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was for years someone in San Diego Studios saying like, hey, we can do this for multiple platforms, not just one. I took it as I feel like it's someone who works on the game, like someone in the company was just always like, hey, maybe we we have the dedicated team to do this on both platforms. And it was probably for years, for years, for years. And one MLB Someone from the MLB or someone from PlayStation was like, you know what? Why don't we do that? And it's taking credit for someone in the studio who had this idea for years. Like, let's but branch this. It's always been a thing. It couldn't have just been any but game it's, that's it's like someone taking, go to It's like someone taking credit for something that's always been talked about for years and probably got denied for all we know. Again, it could be MLB, and MLB said it. It probably is true. But because it's coming from PlayStation, I would have been more secure if it was coming from someone from the studio mentioning that was MLB that told them, hey, let's do this. Someone from the San Diego studio. I'm sure they've known for years that they've been able to do that. Not saying that they don't know, but like pitching it themselves. It's like if you worked in a company, you worked low level, you kept pitching stuff, and then someone from up above was just like, hey, you know what would be a great idea? And you're like, what the fuck? I've been saying this for years, and this fucking asshole's taking credit. You know what I mean? That's, well, that's yeah, what I, I mean, got out of it. I could be a thousand percent wrong, right? I, I'm just but it was saying, just the feeling scenario. I had. I, that's the feeling I had from reading that article just because it was like from PlayStation. They said, yeah, it was the MLB that wanted to do that. For all we know, it could be also um, a marketing that says like, hey, we have to kind of put out this article because there's PlayStation fans that don't like that this is going to Xbox. You know, so we got to kind of say that it was MLB. Like, oh, this is just to make this kind of like so the fans I'll know that like, they exactly had no choice. I'll tell you exactly how it went. No, Fucking I'm not going to know. I, I no, think no, no. it was someone from Here's San Diego Studio. I'll tell you what it goes, and it wouldn't matter either way. Someone what do you mean it wouldn't matter San either way? San Diego Studios, someone from fucking places. Someone was like, hey, you know, we could fucking probably sell this shit on Xbox and probably make some money. And then someone fucking in the executive was like, that's stupid. Why in the fuck would we do that? And then they got a call from MLB. He's like, hey, can we get this on Xbox? And they're like, uh, we want this on Xbox. And they're like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it's it. someone taking <laughs> credit. Someone taking credit for someone else who's been fucking t- asking about this for years. Oh, God. You watch too many I, movies. I don't know about the way you think. You watch too many movies. Bitch, you know how this industry is. Now fucked up it is taking oh, other people's credit. I took and my headphones shit. off, so I didn't hear what you said. Ah, shut the fuck up. Other excuses. <laughs> the Joe excuses. See, I learned from you, Joe. I learned from you. What do you think, Bethel? Uh, I told you guys um, on the text. I wouldn't be surprised if the MLB actually went to to Sony and pitched that idea because, uh, dude, mm. the MLB, I, I they for the longest time losing. 
Yeah, but yeah, they, they've been losing fans, and their their fan base isn't growing as as much as as they would like to. Like, mm-hmm. they're they're not appealing to the to the younger audience, so they're not getting a lot of fans by that. And that's why, like you see, these past couple of years, they've had like these these really younger and very talented players on their on their uh, covers just to try to appeal to the. <laughs> But uh, it wouldn't, yeah, like I said, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if the MLB actually pitched that idea just so they can try to grow their fan base because they, they, they've been struggling for years to try to, try to expand. And you know what, Beto saying that now I believe it <laughs> because Beto was able to pitch it well. By this the, art- the article did not. Also the article hurt. did not. What Beto said, I am a thousand. But you know what? Yeah, it was someone from MLB. Thank you, Beto. It I agree. doesn't also hurt to add in the fact that. The benefits, like the risk and benefit award for a game like this one, specifically a game like this one, with the Dynasty Diamonds, right? Is that what it's called? Diamond Dynasty. I'm going to call it Dynasty Diamond Dogs because that's what I call it. But like with that mode, which is filled with microtransactions, micro, Transaction? I'm sorry, micro, micro transactions. There you go. Um, you, you look at it like this, right? So you take that game and you put it on the platform that you've never been on before, mm-hmm. but you're going to get paid up front for it. So there's your first monetary game. And then you realize that after that first monetary game, now it's on this platform. And now people are going to probably fucking end up paying the the money. You're, so you're going to get an added monetary bonus from that mode, which is like, I'm just going to call it their version of Ultimate Team. So you're going to have this money coming in no matter what. And you're now, now, now this is open to 18 million people because that's where I believe the subscriptions are at game pass right now mm-hmm. so that's a huge huge amount of fucking people that this can go to that may or may not like a portion of that may play this and that's just more money for them and you already got that upfront payment already set it's i mean realistically this kind of shit should happen years ago it's a, like no it's a it's a no i don't see how you lose mm-hmm. yep I am I am super interested. They will never reveal numbers because you know, Microsoft doesn't reveal how much they pay. But I wonder how much this costs to get it on Game Pass. Like how, like how much? You know, I'm I'm very curious. But um, I wonder. Hmm. I'm just gonna throw this out there. I wonder, like, because with EA on on the uh, a part of it, I wonder at EA. what point. Yeah, with EA Access, like that the play oh, my bad, to my Game Pass. Uh, yeah. yeah. What I'm just saying is like looking at this game like that, like I wonder how long it is before Xbox just goes, Listen, give us Madden on day one. That would just have to be a lot of Madden money, dude. On, on because day, I, I'm sure it would, but you know what? If they're really like the MLB's no fucking joke. I mean, you bet those right. You're saying like, yeah, they've lost, you know, fans, but like, it's still a huge fucking yeah. deal. And they had to pay a lot of money to get, I'm sure they paid a lot of money to put that on, you know, Xbox, like they're putting that money. But imagine that, like you have, as it is right now, you get all of the EA games, but yeah, you mm-hmm. have to wait four to six months. You have to wait a few months before you get it. But imagine if just one of those, like they take Madden or even fucking FIFA. It doesn't happen to them. It's just people and they're just like, Give it to us on day one. Here's your money. Any sports you got it. And like that is that again, that's a huge fucking game changer for them. And only them. And again, like we talked about before, in Sony's case with the game, they can pull the game at any point. They can give it to the people. There, there's no there's nothing saying at this point that it's gonna stay on Game Pass forever. Yeah, it this could be a be, limited time. 
you know, four to six months, maybe mm-hmm. like we said before, the first title only. We don't know. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's that introduction. And, you know, it's, it's you know, like, it's, it's uh, again, it, it just makes, all it does is what, it's doing what Xbox and what Microsoft want uh, it to do. And it just makes Game Pass more uh, desirable. The Electronic Software Association has announced its plans for the first digital-only E3, which will include Nintendo, Xbox, but currently does not include Sony. Taking place from June 12th to the 15th, E3 2021 is confirmed to include appearances from Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, Warner Brothers Games, Coach Media. Sony is conspicuous by its absence on that list. Other major missing companies include EA, which has recently preferred to host its own EA Play event during E3 time, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Tencent, 505, and Activision Blizzard. The ESA makes clear that its list of partners marks early commitments, so other publishers and developers could come on board at a later date. However, before the show's pandemic-related cancellation, Sony has confirmed that it had no plans to attend E3 2020. After announcing that show would return, as a digital-only event, the E3 website promises live press conferences in a four-day-long live stream and says the show will be reimagined and hyper-engaged digital experience. Concrete details about the show remain thin on the ground, but ESA president Stanley Pierre-Lewis used a press release to say, We're involving this year's E3 into a more inclusive event, but we'll still look to excite fans with major reveals and insider opportunities that makes this event indispensable center stage for video games. What we know for sure is that the event will be entirely free. After previous reports that part of E3 2021 could be put behind paywalls, the ESA told IGN that E3 2021's digital show is a free event for all attendees. What do you guys think? As far as like, like the Sony thing goes, like them not being a part of it. Yeah, they ain't gonna be a part of it. (laughs) I I, I see no interest. They haven't been in a couple years, right? For a few years now. Oh. And I don't see them having any interest in going back to that. Um, you know, it is what it is. It's going to be digital. You know, I think it's just another step into the inevitable, like just the death of E3. It'll yeah. be gone in a few years, I think, in my opinion. I mean, especially this year during the whole pandemic and everything that happened, I think it showed a lot of companies that. And we've talked about this a lot before, is that like how they can just do it on their own. I think Nintendo doing their digital events years ahead of everyone else showed that you can control what people see and hear and how they take your, your content, you know? They don't have to do this stuff. Some companies want to take advantage of it. They want to take advantage of E3, but I think slowly they're noticing that that is changing. You know, we're living in a different time. We're living in a different world, and especially during this whole pandemic you just find all that stuff that changes it so uh i mean the death of e3 i i think they're trying whatever they can to stay relevant as much as possible um but it seems like it could just be another event streaming service like everything else is changing so i think e3 as a platform to people to attend and try out games will probably change but a streaming event i could see it being part of that like that stays you know um, I kind of, I mean, we've talked about it a bit too, but I kind of just want E3 to be people who work in the industry. I don't care about people on the outside. I know people want to go and play games before everyone else, but I think it's, I think it should be more focused on the, 
people who work in the industry more than a an event. You can have that stuff separately, you know. Doesn't that was have to be during that time. All right. What? That's how it was before. Yeah, that's how it was before. It was an industry event. Anything else, Joe Beto? Anything? No, be anything, if anything, Sony might do something like uh, do their own state of play outside of it during that week. It might not be associated with E3, but mm-hmm. I could see that. An FMV horror game called Ghosts has been revealed to be in development, and it's only will be playable in its intended form at 10 p.m. every night in your local time zone. Ghost is coming to the PlayStation, PC, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and Mac, and will be released by Limited Run Games on February 22, 2022. The game is written and directed by Jed Shepard, the writer of the 2020 Zoom horror flick Host. Most of the cast of Host will also reunite to star in Ghosts. As for how the game works, players take on the role of a TV producer for a failing cable channel, Fright TV. Ghosts is the channel's flagship show, a rebranded version of a popular show where viewers used to watch ghost hunters explore hunted locations. It seems like you'll be watching and calling for shots on this new version of the show and following the cast as they are haunted by an antagonistic force called the Long Lady. Designed to be playable only at 10 p.m. in your local time zone each night, the game will star cast members from the pandemic horror hit host, including Holly Bishop, Rodina Radova, Gemma Moore, Caroline Ward, and Emma Louise Webb. They're investigating a street reportedly haunted by the long lady. While details are scarce, it seems you'll be making decisions for them as they search the area. No floating words or glooming doors it will be presented to guide you meaning you're seemingly playing the game through the eyes of the camera only. There are consequences for all your choices, though. Reading the press release, playing it safe is not always the best option. As mentioned in the video above, if players turn the game off at any point, they lose and the cast will die in really horrible ways. Players load up the game before 10pm, they will be met with a classic test card. If you can crack the test, you will have access to an unlockable pre- watershed version where you can breathe and save your progress but once you hit 10 p.m all bets are off and press release reads creature designs for ghosts is being handled by trevor henderson the creator of siren head feared and as yet unseen long lady will be fabricated by jim henson's creature shop i actually saw this yesterday i wanted to bring it up uh it actually looks pretty cool and the concept of it seems interesting that you have to play it at 10 p.m at night your local time zone to play the game and uh, I was checking out the, the Kickstarter video of it, and then the idea of it sounds pretty interesting. Being a fan of stuff like Night Trap, I, I kind of like was digging the idea. But um, I know that the guy who's directing this, who made that movie Host, it was on that uh, horror horror app, or that streaming app, what was it? Shutter? Yeah. Did you ever watch that, Joe? Sounds familiar. I don't what. I have to look at. Let me let me look it up. So wait, have you said anything like say if you miss? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yes, I, I did. You watched it. How <laughs> I was it? Watch this. How was it? Uh, because it was like a it was a movie over. Uh, so the whole gimmick of it, it was like a quarantine movie. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, they're on Zoom, and they do a seance. It's a horror movie, and they you know they do a seance over Zoom, and then. 
they all start fucking, you know, shit goes, starts getting crazy for all of them. It was like, light as a feather, um, stiff as a board. It's light very a... short. It's only like fucking like an hour long. Uh-huh. Uh, and me and Jess watched it. It was, it was all right. You know, it was enjoyable. Like I could see them turning something like that or, or changing <laughs> that into like, and, and it being effective as a, as a, like a fun game. Yeah, it could work. If you miss that, that time, can you still play it like the next day or I, I'm guessing you can. I think there might be some penalties for like if you, you, you happen it late or something. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering like how it's gonna work. Like, how are you gonna be able to play like whenever the the release day, and then like the show times, and then after that, even like when it's all done. Yeah, it's curious. I I, I find it kind of weird. Like, oh, you have to do it at 10 p.m. But it is a pretty unique idea. But I wonder if there's also consequences, like your internet goes out and you're like, oh shit. And it's like, yeah, you lost like three people or something. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. That'd be pretty neat. Like something like, I always, I always like unique takes on things to see how it works, you know? It's interesting. Yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. So this week's topic, I don't know if you guys saw this. It was from uh, one of Joe's, and I'd say uh, uh, our favorite writers, Jason Schreier, about Sony's obsession with blockbusters is stirring unrest within PlayStation Empire. Did you guys hear about this? I think I, I think I did. Sony Studios are reportedly working on a remake of The Last of Us, while Sony Ben begins work on a new game after an unsuccessful 2019 pitch to make Days Gone 2. In a Bloomberg report into dissatisfaction among Sony's lesser-known studio sources say that a Last of Us remake codenamed T1X was started by Michael Hambier, the founder of Visual Arts Service Groups, a Sony-developed and traditional assistant development on PlayStation Studio games. Apparently, assembling a new 30-strong development group and, after passing on the idea of a remake of the first Uncharted game, settled on a remake of a 2013 The Last of Us. However, the team reportedly ran into trouble after Sony kept their existence a secret and refused to offer extra budgets. Head of PlayStation Studio Herman Holst apparently deemed the project too expensive and Homburger's team was moved to support development on The Last of Us 2. Bloomberg sources say that after The Last of Us 2 was completed, Sony moved multiple Naughty Dog developers into the T1X project and the remake effectively became Naughty Dog's project. Mumber and the other project developers have now left the company, but development on the remake is apparently continuing. As part of the same report, Bloomberg says that Sony Ben pitched a sequel to the Days Gone after the game released in 2019, but was rejected. Sony then apparently moved Ben development into two Naughty Dog projects, presumably the standalone Last of Us multiplayer game and a new Uncharted project, which has also been rumored recently. Some Ben staff reportedly left as a result of having their autonomy taken away. The leadership allegedly complained that Sony had asked to be moved off of Uncharted development. Sony Bend is now apparently working on a new original game, but it's not clear if this is a Days Gone 2, a brand new game, or a return to another back catalog game. There was an update on Eurogamer reported that its sources claim that Sony Bend developed Uncharted game and then planned to be a new chapter for the series, possibly a prequel. 
and was intended as something of a reboot for the series. It's unclear if those plans have persisted with Bend off of the project. There have been many rumors about new Sony team in San Diego, led by Moonbur, with an assuming that it was working on a new Uncharted game after it said it was developing an existing franchise. However, it seems that referring to The Last of Us and the Uncharted future seemingly remains under Naughty Dog's control. The timing of the remake of The Last of Us feels appropriate given the upcoming TV HBO series, which will reimagine the story for the first game, with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey in the lead role. So there's a lot of this stuff by Dracian Schreier that came out about cancellation on shows, them working on a remake for The Last of Us, and this kind of blew up this morning from a lot of people. Um, a lot of people were upset going like it just seems like Sony is only focusing on AAA titles reoccurring franchises franchises that they know are hits and people are gonna buy and purchase um, also the cancellation of games like Days Gone 2 being done and then all this news from the past couple of months us hearing about the Japan you know uh, Sony's Japan Studios team you know being condensed into pretty much not that many people anymore so we're not getting any more unique games like gravity rush stuff like astrobot i mean we'll probably get more astrobot stuff but it just kind of seems like sony is shifting away from making unique games and just focusing on pretty much huge triple a titles but what do you guys think i don't have a problem with triple a titles if they're newish you know what i mean like or if they're new experiences, or I don't know, but like, you know, the idea of The Last of Us being remade for, okay, it was remastered the second time, mm -hmm. but a remake of a game that's only fucking seven years old to me seems pretty, I, I don't want it. Yeah. I have no, I have no desire for that, nor do I really have a desire to play the first Uncharted, uh, remade like I, I get it it came at you know beginning of the ps3 era but you know, like what are you going to fucking like you know put your i don't know like to me it's just like we, we've been there and we've done that like if you mm -hmm. if you have you have the time and the money go make you want to make another uncharted go make another uncharted then just don't give us a reboot of the first one it's already been done and same with Last of Us. Like, go put your money on something else. If you really want to stick with The Last of Us, go do something else. Do something smaller. Do a side adventure. Do not a side adventure, but like you know, a side story or give us something interesting. Don't keep giving us the same shit. That's my my big take on all that. Um, you know, people are like, Well, like Days Gone Two. Like I I personally couldn't care about Days Gone Two because I didn't play one and and I've heard enough about one to know that it was you know, it wasn't great. And, it was pretty and, and, and I'm just, but I mean, like, you know, like, you don't want to do Days Gone 2, that's fine by me. But, like, I also just, like, I'm not interested in playing Last of Us again. Like, the first one again. I, like, I've played it twice. You've already, you you made it, then you remastered it, and now you're going to remake it? Like, yeah. it just seems fucking really excessive, regardless of whether a game's committed or not. Like, you know, like I said, like, if you're really that interested in putting Last of Us stuff out, during the era of um, of uh, like this, well, during this whole like when the show comes out, you know, put 
do some DLC for the second one that you've already got. Or just do or a, an updated... Or re, yeah, do the do remaster something. updated for PS5. It runs at 120 frames. Whatever, and it's yeah. at four, It's at true 4K. Just do that. Don't remake it from the ground up. Fuck that. You're going to want to re-release it anyway. Don't put, fucking waste the time to remake put, put that. Put the amount of manpower necessary for that kind of shit for like new stuff. Is you know, or an actual, yeah. or like, or, or a fucking full-on sequel, or for something, you know. Like, if you want to continue the series, fine, but stop with so many of these um, these reboots of games that we played too, too many times already. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what the problem that a lot of people are having now is that it just seems like Sony is focusing on the stuff that were were hits, and they're conti- mm-hmm. they just want the same thing over and over again, and we're losing. The, the creative games are losing the games that become something that become the hits that become the series you know like don't get me wrong I loved Uncharted I liked The Last of Us um, and I felt like Uncharted wrapped itself up really well that's the thing I want Naughty Dog Naughty Dog did Uncharted 4 they're finished I guess for now with Uncharted which I'm 100% fine with they, they wrapped up uh, The Last of Us 2 completely cool fine with that i want them to do a new game because if you look back at like naughty dog they did crash they did jack and daxter and then they come out with uncharted that was something that was not in their wheelhouse they did something different and then they do the last of us which freaking launched them into like dude this is a studio that you gotta watch you know and then like how crazy would it be if they were just like you know what we're gonna do jack and daxter 4 like, how fucking crazy would that be? They're going back to their roots, and everything they learned from what they made before, they can put into this game. Like, I would love to see them do something like that. Or shit, Naughty Dog, we're doing a new game, we're doing a Western. I'd be down. Naughty Dog doing the Western? Completely down. You know? You know, we're gonna do a, a, a space, a, you know, sci-fi space shooter or whatever. Oh, fuck, I'll try that shit too. Like, Naughty Dog is such a creative studio a lot of studios are creative i want them to be creative and come out with new stuff i don't want to see the same shit don't get me wrong i would like to see a sequel of uncharted or the last of us but when they want to do it not being forced to do it you get what i'm saying and i also don't want to see the same story again like i said before like we've already seen uncharted one we know how that goes we've already done the last of us we know how that goes why do you i mean i have no interest in playing that again you know what I mean? Yeah. And I get, you know, if you really want to make a game based on The Last of Us, based on your TV series, well, then change your fucking TV series up. And I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, even that, like, I'm just saying, like, you know. the t- When the TV series is out, j- like I said, just do the remaster, but the PS5 version. And then when the second season comes out, uh, the PS5 version of The Last of Us Part 2. There you go. And then when the third season comes out, then you get the double pack. That's even better. Like, or just focus on doing, like I said, or just focus on making games in the world. If like you really want to continue it, just make good games, you know, yeah. and let the TV series be the TV series and mm-hmm. let the games be the games. You don't have to mix, tie in everything. You don't yeah. have to. Mm-hmm. Not necessary. I feel like remaking it, it's like, um, it's being lazy and also playing it too safe. Yeah. With that. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's like, how many times are you going to watch Uncle Ben die? <laughs> I can't get enough of Uncle Ben's death, Bethel. I want more. I don't. I don't get bored about seeing Bruce Wayne's parents die all the fucking time with the beads and shit, with the necklace beads. That got tired fast. Um, 
it, it, it brings it's funny like how all this gets like brought up and and um yeah this direction that sony's going with i just don't i love these series but i like when they come out with something i'm not expecting that i didn't know i wanted you know that's why i like the most yeah. i mean you and we're coming from a medium too where it's video games like here i'm gonna say right i think i've said it here on before i don't give a shit about days gone when i heard days gone 2 got canceled i was fucking happy <laughs> i was like fuck yeah that's awesome fuck that game but if you dig i say this listeners if you dig it that's great I, did it get what did it get reviewed well it, I, I remember mixed. It got mixed reviews. It wasn't mixed. Yeah. Mixed to negative. It wasn't great. Yeah. Because um, it was from the beginning. It didn't look good. And then I, I you heard you tell you told me about how you playing it because you got it for free and you're just like it's not good. Dude, game. I got it for free and I want my money back. <laughs> for whatever. I've never gotten money. anything free so quick as in launch day. Like it's it, out. Here you go. Here's your free copy. I'm like, what the fuck? Or the motorcycle. Using the motorcycle was such a fucking pain in the ass. And you're like, it didn't need to be like that at all, or some shit like that. I guess it runs good on the PS5. So if you had a PS5, you got a good experience. Like, didn't it, uh, what? Didn't Eric say that he tried it, but he didn't like it either? No, he loves that game. He did okay. He loves it, and I gave him shit. <laughs> I, I, I told him I loved it. I hated it, and he's just like, oh, "Fuck you! I love that game. I don't care." <laughs> but if you dig it, listeners, that's awesome. It sucks that you're not getting the sequel. I did not like that game, so I don't care. That's that being canceled is, is is I think is good for Ben Studios. They don't think it's good, but I think they're a talented company that could do better than that game. Yeah, yeah, but um, I remember getting when they when they first showed it, I was just like, this does not look fun, mm -mm. and it just looks so inspired from Last of Us. Well, see, that was this, that was the shitty thing for it. I even felt bad for it because like when it was shown, everyone was just like, well, this is just the Last of Us, but it's mm -hmm. going to be like. Mm -hmm. But different and i know it is different it's not the last of us yeah because the only difference is the last of us is actually good and the days on <laughs> isn't um but yeah uh yeah i don't i don't really care for it but if they're working on a new game i'm cool if they're doing a siphon siphon filter siphon filter <laughs> if they're doing one of those I, that would he, there is an emptiness of a stealth action genre type of game but i don't think siphon filter was ever really stealthy but it was in that like fight with between, you know, Cy uh, uh, Siphon Filter, uh, Splinter Cell, and Metal Gear. You know, like they could be the coming back. You know, I would say like do that. Like there's no Metal Gear. You know, like do that shit. But here's the thing. Like that's where like I was saying we're in a medium where sequels are expected, right? There's always expected. It's different. It's I actually you know it's not that different from movies as a, in expected sequels. But for gaming, it's more apparent. It's more of like, oh, this is going to get a sequel. This is going to get a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh sequel, remake. Like, we're, we're seeing all these things that we're in a medium that it's it's expected. So Sony is acting like this is what people want. We're just going to give them more of what they want. But it's like, no, I want what I don't know that I want from these companies, you know? Because we're going to lose those unique games like Shadow of the Colossus, Ico. You know, Gravity Rush. You know, stuff that the Japan studio would do. Or even, like, shit, you know. Insomniac, now that they're a part of them. Like, they're doing Spider-Man. That's awesome. But, like, Sucker Punch doing Ghost of Tsushima was awesome. Like, that, I didn't know I wanted that. But 
It was great. I loved it. It was my game. So of now year. we're gonna get a remake of um, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima when the movie or the series comes out. Cause they're doing like a <laughs> oh <movie> yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna get a remake of a game that just came out. It reminds me of Kojima. I'm a huge Hideo Kojima fan. Love love his stuff. I've played pretty much all his games he's ever done. I've talked about it on this show. But like so much, and even to this day, I still have conversations with people that just fucking hate Death Stranding because it's not Metal Gear. And I love it because it's not Metal Gear. I don't even remember when Death Stranding was first talked about. Our buddy Sean was like, if there's not stealth in this, I don't want to play it. I'm like, why does it have to have stealth? Like, why does there have to be stealth just because it's Metal Gear, because Kojima did Metal Gear? Like, even I was worried, too. Can I play a game of Kojima's that's not Metal Gear? And yeah, I can. Like in, and if you listen to, to when I first played Death Stranding and even the podcast you and me, Beto, we did talking about Death Stranding, I didn't like it right away. I was very, very vocal about what I disliked about it. But it's a game that, like, it clicked for me at a moment. And when it clicked, I loved it. It's not for everybody. But I give props to Kojima and his team for doing something different. He could have just done another Metal Gear set and made up in a different world. He could have done that, but he did something different. It's not everyone's cup of tea. 100% understand that shit. But I still give that team props for doing something new, you know? But then even everything that's going on right now, like, that's what a lot of people are saying. There's all these rumors that Kojima could be making a game for the Xbox. Because Kojima Studios is independent. It's not part of Sony. You know, so there's rumors of that. Like, And a lot of people say, like, is that the reason why there's these rumors of an Xbox exclusive game? Because maybe Sony's like, give us another Death Stranding. And Kojima's like, yo, I'm free of not making this one title. Yes, I want to do a Death Stranding, but I want to do something else. You know, there's those rumors. You know, there's rumors of that type of stuff. So, I don't know. It's just, uh, um, it's an interesting thing. And I think... Personally, I feel if Sony follows this path, I just don't see it turning out well for them. I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't want to see like another remake that was a remake of a game that just came out not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I just don't remember. I mean, I didn't play it, but I played enough of it to not want to. You said remakes. You save remakes for games that needed the extra horsepower or needed the extra power to convey the emotions or the message or whatever it is they were trying to Chubby convey. Chubby Rain! <laughs> Emotion! Don't, don't do it. Don't fucking get him. Okay. Don't that get them started. For they sure. still fucking love him. And they would give him uh, remakes up the book, up, you know, like crazy. But like, I'm just saying like, the last of us didn't need that it did yeah. you know the first one especially specifically like was able to do it still holds was up able to convey the message and held up the message that it needed to so i don't understand why the rush to redo it outside of the cash grab of the yeah. fact that yeah it's, it's the same time that you know they want to get it out at the same time in the series so it just doesn't seem <laughs> and what sucks is that if they it does come out and it's successful there's gonna be a lot of other fucking publishers that are gonna try to do the same thing you can see like halo 2 or halo 3 remake halo 4 remake. they already did that though did they really they did halo 2 anniversary collection during the master chief collection and they remade halo 1 remember no yeah oh i mean yeah i guess yeah yeah that's true 
No, but I'm saying, yeah, that's, that already happened. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like remakes. Next, I, I like remakes like everyone else. But like, when you hear like the Last of Us, you're like, all right, I guess. Yeah. Not really. But yeah, just what? Yeah, like Joe said, like you get you make remakes for games that deserve it. Like, like Resident Evil Two, that was a perfect example of a, mm -hmm. a great remake. I'm throwing it out there. I think this is the game that needs a remake. Dino Crisis. That yes, Glover. <laughs> Imagine yeah. Glover with Dual Sense technology. You know. No, but yeah. Dino Crisis, but actually make it better. Because Dino you know what? As much as I like Dino Crisis, it's not a perfect game. You can make it better. I never played it. It just looked fucking cool. It, it's cool, but it's not great. Like, trust me. I'll stream it one day, and you're going to be like, uh, there's not much to it. I'm like, yeah, there isn't. <laughs> but it's, I just, I want him to remake it to actually make it better. That's one. Re it, Reboot it, but keep the same characters, but actually make it better. Because it's not great, but I would like them to like, okay, now we can do it. You know, I think that's a game that now you can make it. Now you can do this game. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know, man. This generation might be something where it, it, you know, it could go to Xbox if they're coming out with unique stuff, to be honest. You know, if they come out with unique stuff, not weird remakes. We don't know what the future holds, but it looks like both of them are, are in positions that like now, like, yeah, PlayStation 5 is like outselling. It's like selling like crazy, but it's it's this I, I don't think there's any safe haven still like there's no I, I think it could go either way now with with this report with how kind of Microsoft has started it off and with this report with Sony I think now it's they're even playing fields because I don't know where the fuck any of this is going so we just gotta wait and see we'll be here to report it and you know what I can guarantee the future more Madden baby of course remake Madden remake mm -hmm. Madden which Madden should be remade uh, probably like 08 or something. Joe loves that idea. Well, we've come to the end of the show. And as always, if you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. It's thirdpartycontrolpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... And Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. But I'll be the first one to say, after season four of Friends, it kind of like, eh. once, that, once, that. once Chandler and Monica get together, it's like not that great because it's just like, eh. and then they start doing all this other shit. But just you know, pick up piece of fucking shit. Let's just face it, Bethel, you agree with me on this, right? So Jesse, you know when it got bad? When? When you hear bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> That's when. It, that's when it got. Bad. <laughs>